Welcome into the Paul Farrington Show, a reaction to the Kansas City Chiefs 25-22 Super Bowl win over the 49ers. Just Paul for this episode here. Hopefully we'll have a larger reaction with Jack, Ziggy, Zach, the whole crew coming out Tuesday morning, sort of recapping the, the, super, the game itself, the NFL season a little more broadly. And then we're going to take the rest of this week off and hopefully come back the following week, ready to dive into the offseason. We'll have training camp. Uh, coming up way down the road, you know, combine stuff is, is in a couple of weeks, the NFL draft, everything that's part of the offseason. And that's one of my favorite times of the year. As a Vikings fan, at least, this is when you have the hope for next season. And uh, you know, obviously, one day it would be great to have this reaction show be about the Vikings winning the Super Bowl. But for now, the most that we have is the offseason and the hype. So we're going we're gonna to cover a lot of stuff this offseason. We're really looking forward to it. But for now... Just me reacting to the 25-22 Chiefs Super Bowl. Just an unbelievable game. Started off a little slow, a little boring. Uh, and then all of a sudden, their late third quarter, this turned into an instant classic. Fourth quarter was great. Overtime phenomenal. The second overtime game in the history of the Super Bowl. And just a really fun watch. Football at its finest, really. If uh, <laughs> it can't get much better than this. With, oh, so much drama in this game. And I can't help but thinking if I were a 49ers fan, this one, this one's really tough. Uh, you know, they had the game a few years ago against Kansas City, up 10 in the fourth quarter, 21 straight points from Mahomes in Kansas City. They come back and win that one. Uh, and Shanahan, you got to feel for Kyle Shanahan. He's a guy who's now had those two Super Bowl losses. He had the big 28-3 blown lead, Atlanta, New England. It doesn't get worse than that. He's come so close so many times. It's, it's, it's sort of that mark on him. Can he win this big game? And Kyle Shanahan, we all know, he's one of the best coaches in the National Football League. How many people are you really going to take over him? Maybe Andy Reid. I mean, if you said Kyle Shanahan over everybody, it wouldn't be crazy. You know, it's just these games come down to so many fine details, so many weird individual plays, unlucky or lucky bounces. Think about tonight. If that ball doesn't pounce off the 49er on the punt, you could be looking at a 49er Super Bowl if there's uh, no holding penalty, which it was a holding penalty in overtime. But on the Elijah Mitchell run, maybe the 49ers set up first down. I can't remember where they would be, but you know, might have been first and goal. It could be a 49er Super Bowl. It's so many in Super Bowls like this, it's always so close. Now, Atlanta obviously could have won. The 49er game, Kansas City a couple of years ago, the Jimmy Garoppolo throw. Uh, it really is a game of inches, as they say. Um, so you got to feel for Kyle Shanahan. You got to feel for the 49ers. Just seems like a really good group of guys. As much as I was rooting against them tonight, mostly because you know I picked Kansas City, I bet on Kansas City. Really good group of players over there in San Francisco. Guys that are easy to root for, easy to like. Really, really talented dudes too. Between you know, Kittle, Purdy, I mean, I'll include Purdy. Seems like a you know, great dude, good player. McCaffrey, uh, Trent Williams, Fred Warner was everywhere tonight. He was flying around the field. Uh, I thought he made a stop. I'm trying to remember who it was on late in the game to set up that fourth down, I believe it was. I mean, Warner was just great. And you feel bad for Drake Greenlaw tearing your Achilles, running out onto the field. Just a, a really unfortunate injury there. <laughs> who knows how much it actually wound up impacting the game in the end. Um, that just sucked to see. Uh, it was funny, though. I, I thought that early on, and I was texting a bunch of people, I thought San Francisco came out looking awesome. You know, they had the McCaffrey fumble that sucked, uh, but really between the offense and the defense, the, the one bad thing the defense allowed was the bomb to Hardman. Other than that, 
they really kept Mahomes and company in check throughout that entire first half. It felt like a game that San Francisco was going to win. We've seen the 49ers come out this year and look really strong some days. And they've had their moments in Cleveland, the Vikings game. They haven't always been perfect, but when this team is playing their best football, they're really tough to stop. And we knew that Kansas City was going to be a great matchup because the Kansas City defense is legit. Yeah, it's it's one of the top three units in the NFL. Most people saw that tonight because this San Francisco offense is really, really good. I mean, they're, they're no joke. Um, this Kansas City unit battled with them all night. But I felt the majority of that first half, 49ers were the better football team. Actually, most of the game, really the first three quarters, I thought San Francisco was the better team. Problem was they were never able to get that two-score lead, never able to really put, I mean, they were up 10 nothing, but I mean, from then on out, 10-3. They had the ball twice to start the third quarter and, and never were able to get points, including off the Mahomes interception. And if you give this Chiefs team a little life, you know, they're going to take it. They're going to go and get the moment. They're, they're the heart of a champion, Kansas City, between Kelsey, Mahomes, Reed. It always feels like these guys are in the game, no matter what the score is. A little bit like Brady and Belichick uh, in that 28-3 to game that you could think of. A lot of people, I remember, thought that New England could come back, even though it was a 25-point game. Um, so you looked at the game early on and it felt like San Francisco was going to find a way to get the job done in this one. At least that's how I felt. Uh, and really the turning point to me, as I just mentioned before, was the punt, the muff punt where you just get an unlucky bounce off uh, someone's ankle. Kansas City recovers. And that was the first time it felt like, okay, that gave Kansas City some life here because they couldn't do much earlier in that for- earlier in that third quarter. They finally get the lead 13-10. And from then on out, it was just <laughs> just an unbelievable football game in terms of the the back and forth. You had the response drive from San Francisco, uh, which that include the fourth and three call from Shanahan, which I thought and Romo was pretty aggressive all night uh, in the booth on what he would what he was going to do. Remember, think about at the end of the first half when the Chiefs had the ball. He's saying four down territory. Everyone's looking around saying, "What are you talking about?" It's a Super Bowl. Take your points. He wanted. The 49ers to go for a fourth and three, which they converted to Kittle. Uh, touchdown to Jawan Jennings, who I thought would have been the MVP of the game, actually. He had a number of big plays beyond the touchdown. He threw one. He had a couple of really critical penalties drawn against him, big catches. Uh, he was great all night. Really stepped up late later in the season. He was great against the Packers, too, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, but that response drive then... Um, the blocked extra point obviously played a big role. The goal line stand from San Francisco on the other end. Purdy coming back uh, and getting the field goal. The Chiefs ultimately tying it. I mean, they were just, the fourth quarter of this game was just big play after big play. Uh, and really, both quarterbacks playing some really good football. I thought Purdy, for the most part, was very good tonight. And talk about talk about stepping up in the moment. I know Purdy struggled earlier in this playoffs. He really actually he struggled throughout both of the 49ers NFC games. Uh, but when it mattered, he stepped up. He stepped up in the in the the Lions game. Stepped up in the Packers game. You know, this is a really young kid. We kind of forget that that this is only his second year, and he's been to the NFC Championship game and got hurt, and he's lost the Super Bowl to Patrick Mahomes in overtime against a really really good Chiefs defense too. So Brock Purdy, you can't take anything away from him. I, do I think he's a top ten quarterback in the NFL? No. Do I think he's a top fifteen quarterback in the NFL? Probably not. He's in that 16 to 18 range for me. But the dude's really good. And there's no question that he's going to be the 49ers quarterback going into next season, nor should there be. You lost a Super Bowl in overtime to Mahomes. 
come on, let's, let's really think about what this kid's doing. Should only get better. It'll be fun to see as this 49ers team might begin to rely on him more, maybe not next year, but as guys are getting older, of course, having Shanahan is huge, but we'll see what happens with Purdy. I see, I get lost going, going away from the game here. Um, but yeah, we go, we wind up going to overtime and, and one of the weird decisions I thought was to accept the, the over the ball first in overtime. I, I understand the thought behind it. And Z- I was texting Ziggy and Ziggy said, well, if you score first, if you're San Francisco, you really put pressure on Kansas city to then have a decision to make. If they score a touchdown, tie the game, do they go for two and try and win it? Or are they going to have faith in their defense to get a stop and give the ball back to Patrick Mahomes? And with the way San Francisco had been moving the ball, they weren't getting touchdowns, but you know they had a couple of field goal drives in a row there. Maybe Kansas City does roll the dice and go for two. So that could be the thought process. I'm, I'm not on Kyle Shanahan's head. I haven't seen any of the press conferences yet, um, but that could have been what he was thinking. Personally, in that situation, my opinion is if, if you can defer, <laughs> you always defer. Now, if it was last year's overtime rules or a couple of years prior overtime rules, of course you take the ball. But when you guarantee that you're going to have the ball second, I like that. I like trying to get a stop early, put some pressure on the Chiefs to score. And uh, look, if you get a stop, you're probably going to win the game. It's not a guarantee, but that's just my personal preference. Um, and ultimately, San Francisco took the ball. They drove down the field, probably should have scored a touchdown. There was a huge holding penalty. And one, one part of the game that is probably going to be forgotten is that George Kittle went out, remember? And then he came back right after the penalty on his backup and the play after. And who knows if George Kittle's in there, he's one of the best blocker blocking tight ends in football. Maybe you don't have that. Maybe Elijah Mitchell just gets the first down and the, the 49ers score a touchdown. And we're talking about a San Francisco Super Bowl victory here, but that didn't happen. And then ultimately at the end of the game, you know, Mahomes gets the ball down three. You can doubt him as much as you want. I remember the, the Cincinnati drive last year. Uh, I remember the Super Bowl drive last year. This dude gets the ball and he goes and wins the game. It's, it's that simple. And, and I, I know I, since I bet on the Chiefs, I was a little, I was like, oh, I don't know. It doesn't feel like he's going to go down. I'm waiting for the interception. Uh, the guy might be the greatest of all time. In fact, he's, he's the most talented quarterback of all time. Uh, I, I don't want to have recency bias too much with this. Because you remember, Tom Brady was the guy that Mahomes couldn't beat. I think he alluded to that. I think he said that in his press conference. I had to go look. Someone was telling me. But the one guy Patrick Mahomes couldn't beat in his career in the big game was Tom Brady. AFC Championship loss his first year starting. Super Bowl loss. Of course, the, the Tampa Bay defensive front was phenomenal in that game. We can't forget how great Tom Brady is when we're talking about the GOAT conversation. And that's going to consume the media this week. People are going to be talking about Mahomes, the greatest player of all time. Uh, Kelsey, the greatest tight end ever. Andy Reid, the greatest head coach has come up a few times already. They're amazing. Amazing. But the, the conversation, we got to remember what, you know, Belichick in New England, eight straight AFC championship games, five wins, three Super Bowls. I, I think right now you can call this Kansas City team, you know, either the first or second greatest dynasty in the history of sports. And look, if, if there's some soccer thing that I'm forgetting, uh, all right, you know, I, American sports, let's just say, is that okay? Um, I know the Celtics were amazing. I love was 11 championships in 13 years, way back with Bill Russell, UCLA basketball with John Wooden, um, LeBron himself <laughs> at 10 straight finals appearances. You had the Yankees teams, 
sure there are a couple of hockey ones that I'm forgetting. Uh, Rafael Nadal, actually, if you talk about like an individual dynasty with the French Open, is pretty insane. But the thing about football is that every single season, it's what we all love about the NFL. Every single season, what are you thinking in the off season? No matter no matter who you're a fan of, what's your thought? Man, this could be the year, right? Oh, uh, if if I'm if I'm a uh, a Steeler fan, it's oh Kenny Pickett was looking pretty good, right? That defense is really good. Do we have a shot at the Super Bowl? You know, Texans fans going to be talking about CJ Stroud right now, potentially uh, taking the leap in the top three quarterback in in the NFL. Like, can can he guide them on a Super Bowl run? That's what's so fun about this. Even Bears Bears fans, Bears fans have uh, they're going to get Caleb Williams and talk about winning the NFC North. It's it's the the beauty of the NFL is that every single season you go into it thinking you can win, and then you get crushed. I mean, most of the time you wind up getting crushed and disappointed, but that's what's so fun about it is you believe and there's usually this turnover in the NFL. Usually there are different champions. You don't see stretches like this. You don't see eight straight AFC championship appearances like the Patriots had. You don't see six straight like the Chiefs have had. Um, that's normal. You know, th- these teams are not, no- <laughs> these teams are not normal to uh, doing what they're doing. Um, so I just think that in the NBA, it's very star driven. You know, LeBron going to 10 straight finals is, is absurd. Bill Russell winning 10, 11, cha- I mean, 11 championships. Insane. But one guy can really, really dominate more so than any other sport in the NBA or baseball. You have a great pitcher too. Uh, UCLA had uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Bill Walton. You know, when we're talking about the great dynasties of American sports, and I don't want to sound like an idiot here. It's unbelievable what those guys are doing. I just personally find doing it in the NFL is is insane. When you talk about guys like Brady and Mahomes, the teams that uh, some of the teams that they've taken, you know, this Chiefs team had no business winning the Super Bowl. Um, ultimately, they found a way to do it. It was it was crazy. I, I said during the game, I looked over at a couple of the guys I was with and I said, man, how much, like how, how big of a mistake was it to let Tyreek Hill go really? Because at first glance, the Chiefs offense struggled a lot this year. And you wonder if Tyreek Hill was still there, what does this offense look like? Probably very similar to what it was, which was borderline unstoppable. Um, but you really can't make fun of the move that much because they've won the Super Bowl twice in two years without him. It's, it could not have gone any better. So even though the offense has struggled at times, you know, they're Super Bowl champions back to back, which is just a testament to the job that all of them have done over in Kansas city. They, they do have that. Uh, I don't want to sound cheesy here, but that heart of a champion I've been saying, there are certain people that you feel like are going to win. That's just how it is. You know, I, I've said it on previous shows. Everyone knows, you know, growing up, you, you probably have a friend. It could be yourself. When you're playing pickup, you know, someone's going to hit the big shot. Like if they get the ball, you know, they're, they're going to make the throw or hit the shot, whatever it is. Some guys are just winners. Some girls and guys are just winners. And uh, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid, they just are. Um, and you got to give them credit for, for what they're doing. It's it's unbelievable. And I was actually thinking, I was talking to one of my friends who's a big Bears fan. And I said, this is why you got to go after Caleb Williams. Patrick Mahomes was the difference tonight. What What really was the difference tonight? These two teams were really great. I mean, they were probably the two best in football by the end of it. At the end of the day, Patrick Mahomes was not going to be denied. He made a couple unbelievable throws. He deserved to be the Super Bowl MVP at the end of it. I think Caleb Williams could could do that for Chicago. Justin Fields, probably not. And this isn't going to turn into a Bears podcast. I'm just thinking at the end of the day, when you have 
a stud like Mahomes, and I'm going to loop in guys like Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. When you have that quarterback, they're the difference. We know that. Caleb Williams could be that. Justin Fields probably isn't going to be. I like Justin Fields. He's fun to watch. He's exciting. Is he going to make some of those plays at the end of the games? Do you trust him? I, I don't really to go down the field. Um, just a great night, really, for the NFL. So much fun to watch. It's uh, it's just the best league by far. I, I, I love watching the NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, MLB playoffs. You know, It is a ton of fun. But how great is it when you have an unbelievable game like this? And the entire country is watching. Everyone's watching. You can talk to anyone. You can talk, you can talk to you know your, your girlfriend, your best friend, your, your grandma, your parents. Everyone has their attention on one thing. It's still absurd to me that this isn't a holiday tomorrow or on Monday, whenever you're listening to this. How is this not a day off? It's crazy to me. It will be at some point, whether we add in an extra bye week and get President's Day. Who knows how it'll happen, but it's going to happen at some point. It's too big of an event. To me, it's the Super Bowl is just New Year's. It's very similar to New Year's. Um, doesn't make sense why it's not a day off. But yeah, I've been going for a little while here now. I, um, <laughs> I looked down. I thought I was muted this whole time for a second. That would have been a disaster. So yeah, just another great win for the Chiefs. What a, what a spoiled franchise right now, man. I just looked over at my dad after the game and said, I wish I was a Chiefs, man. This just has to be so fun. You're, you are so dominant. You... <laughs> <laughs> you just find ways to win in three Super Bowls in five years. No business winning this year. No business. And and to get it done again, they'll, they'll be better next year. Probably they're going to go and get another weapon and then they're just going to keep running this. It's, it's crazy that in the AFC with Burrow, Allen, Lamar, you know, we've done the countdown a million times, all the quarterbacks they have, all the great, great quarterbacks they have to be able to continuously get back to this game. And then beat really good NFC teams in this game. It's 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 unbelievable. And you you know you could sit around and um, you you could say I don't want to hear it anymore. But it's it's just crazy to me. It's, it's impressive. I'm I'm jealous straight up. So all right, we'll be back later this week. Hopefully Tuesday morning with a, a broader reaction to the game. Get to the guys' other opinions. We'll talk. Uh, I don't know what we're going to talk about yet. I haven't written the show, but we'll have um, maybe some mailbag questions too. Those are always a lot of fun. Going to take the rest of this week off. And then the goal is to start early to mid uh, of the following week and really start diving into the offseason. We're, we're going to try and start hitting some goals now and, and taking this up to another level. Um, so we appreciate everyone who's been listening. It's it's mind boggling to us when we sit back sometimes and hear someone say, this is my favorite podcast. I can't wait for these episodes to come out. Um, it, it truly does blow our minds away that people enjoy listening to this. And um, we, you know, we thank you guys so much for listening and commenting. It's, it's a lot of fun. At the end of the day, this has to be fun. You know, we, we have to engage back and forth and have a good time because that's, uh, that's what Ziggy and I and Jack, Zach, we always say when it stops being fun, we're going to stop doing it. And the biggest part, the, really the whole part of having fun, be, besides just talking amongst ourselves and having a good time as friends, is bantering back and forth with, with listeners or um, seeing listeners say that it, you know, it, it helped them out through the day if they're having a tough day at work. So it's supposed to be a community. So we're having a good time doing it. We appreciate everybody who's been listening this entire time. And we're going to have a lot more content coming out. 
Um, so we'll see you later this week and hope you enjoyed the Super Bowl. Hope everyone had a safe Super Bowl getting home. I know it's a, a crazy night on the road after the game sometimes. So hopefully everyone had a safe, happy night. And uh, yeah, another football season over. It's crazy how fast it goes. Um, so we'll enjoy them while we have them. See ya.